In the summer of 2020, the Schuyler County Historical Society was honored to have the opportunity to talk with some of the county's longest standing citizens. We sat around a table in the museum in Lancaster while they shared stories about each town in the county, their lives, and a lot more. Today, we're proud to present our conversation with Art Buchanan of Green Top. Born west of three miles west of Green Top and lived on the same farm there 57 years. And uh, my wife and I were first married, eventually built a new house anyway. After I retired, I sold the house and, and uh, I built a new house on a blacktop road east of the Round Barn in Kirksville. You know what big red Round Barn? Mm -hmm. We're just two miles east of there. My grandparents lived just a quarter mile, less than a quarter, just down the road from, from my dad's parents. And uh, so my grandpa started as a mail carrier, real mail carrier, and oh, I forgot, 1910, I think it was, and he carried the mail 35 years. Uh, his name is Hank Buchanan. That's, uh, he would go to town every morning, you know, that's six days a week, and he'd come back by our house. And uh, it was just a time that my brother and I, as little boys, when the weather was nice, we could go with him. It was 1941 Chevy that we took when it was dry weather. Uh, we traveled with Grandpa, and he stopped at a mailbox. My brother was small. He'd sit over on this side, smaller than me, and I were here. He'd take the mail out of the sack and read the name to it, hand it to us, and we'd put it in the box. And so when I was five years old, I knew the names of all the people that lived out there. And of course, we'd get, he had two routes. We'd get back to Green Top, and we'd, he'd go to a gas station and get gas if he needed, and then we just told us about the town. And uh, that's how I learned bunch of things about Green Top when I was that age that uh, I wouldn't have otherwise. I made a little sketch so I won't forget to tell you. Can you imagine in 1944 Green Top on the Main Street, a backup uh, two years before that about 1942, which I don't remember barely seeing the dirt work, they moved the highway to the east side of Green Top. So that's when the highway got moved there. Of course the roads were still open from clear down south it came through Green Top. And there was nothing out there on the highway. Anyway, there were four gas stations in Greentop. At the very south end of Greentop, the border line was the Dare County, Schuyler County property line. Well, just about two houses that were actually on the Dare County side of it. And then just across the street, barely in the Dare County. Gas station, Tommy Wayman was his name. It was a prefab building, lots of glass in it. One place that Grandpa brought, brought gas. Move the street and there's another. His house was on the side of the street it was a nice house and uh, for whatever reason inside there was a place where it was raised and rare occasion a photographic company named Walt Studios came down and took pictures so I have pictures of my mom and take us in and they take pictures of us brother and I sat up there together and then you know the folks have to buy them so then next door there on the north side was a, a building it was a chicken hatchery Owned by Burr Eason was his name. They, they hatched and sold chickens to people locally, sent them out on mail route. They put them on the train. and So that was the hatchery. Then we move, uh, and there was a street right here. And there's a house on this corner. I didn't say who it was, but the man's name was Brian Arnold. He was His picture's over there in 1924. He was a mail carrier also. He was silent partner in that Chevrolet garage, which I can tell you about. Anyway, right here is... Chevrolet Garage started in 19... Actually, the stores, the, the garage started in 1917. My grandpa and another man started and they sold, Willy, sold willies and overland cars. And Then Brian Arnold bought, and he was also a mail carrier, became politically incorrect for a mail carrier to own a business like that. 
So he had a salesman that worked for him named Otto Peterson, who I knew forever and ever. And so he made him a partner, and Brian Arnold stayed as a silent partner. That's where he lived for many, 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 many years. So that was Chevrolet Garage right there. Could buy a new car, a new truck, whatever. Anyway, there's look at the gas pump out front. My grandpa, of course, sometimes stopped and got gas there for his mail-ride car. Across the street was a big house which had gone uh, where the king, Arthur King, and his wife and kids lived. North of the garage, there's a house, and people lived in it. It was a nice house. And that in the house was a switchboard, you know, where somebody says a switchboard and, and served that whole area. Now, out where I live, west of Great Top, you had your own company. You could call each other. If you wanted to call some other town, you have to call, crank the switchboard, and then and then they could make the calls for you. So the people lived in the house. A part of their pay was they were allowed to live in the house. I still could hear the lady's voice, Great top! <laughs> no, she had that voice. I, I could tell you about back in those days, uh, the little boy, our telephone, I knew uh, our ring was four longs and a short. But I could still see, hear my mom, the phone rings, not not for us. She said, oh, that's Carrie calling Elfie. I wonder what they're going to talk about. You can tell you know the ring, and they know their, they learn their style. Also, there was a 911. Five longs met. Pick up right quick. And oh, okay. listen, help. we got help. I remember one time they were having a flood down at the ranch west of Greetup, down the river bottom. They needed some help to sandbags, and that call came, and, and Dad went down there and whatever. At that time, the people that lived there, Irwin, Dick Irwin, was also, the husband was a barber. And on up the street, I'll show you where his barber shop was. Back then, of course, the railroad went through. Uh, there was a train that came through, you know, in the middle of the night. They'd stop and pick up mail. And there was somebody whose job, he, that was his job. I had an uncle that did it in Queen City. But they would get late at night, and they had a kid go to the post office, pick up mail, be out there, wait for the train. And sometimes the train might be an hour late or whatever, but in the middle of the night, that's what they did. And there would be a train going both directions, not at the same time, of course. <laughs> but uh, uh, there was, so there was sidetracks. Anyway, that uh, uh, house, then when the dial system came in, the green top or whatever, they sold the house, and it was moved over south of where Western's Meat Market is out there now, and it, it's gone. They've tore it down, but uh, then they uh, rented it, sold it to somebody. Uh, so that's what happened to the house. But then next door to them, there's an alley there, yeah, John Deere. You could buy a John Deere tractor there, and it was called Clapper and King. And there was a guy named A.S. Clapper who had come to Green Top. He actually was a, a state representative, I think, at one time. That's before my time. But his son-in-law was in daughter ran it and his name was Arthur King so that's uh it's that was still there until oh uh, 25 years ago it changed names and out in front of it just across uh, in front of it on the street on the east side of the street had the big scales and that's where trucks weighed to see how much grain they had and that kind of thing so uh that's some history on that side of the street so move on north of there there was a big tall house it had been a hotel of course, just some people, a man lived in it who ran this hatchery. There's some stories about that. Across the street north, where there was, in my time, <laughs> a grocery store. Jim Pierce Grocery Store. And that's in that picture you saw. Okay. The uh, Dick Bell is up there. And that, that was the what would have been the post office earlier. So that building is still there. Got a big overhead door on it. So is it's, it? Okay. It's for storage, but you never know what it would have been. But then... Next door to a little vacant lot, there were some people there who had a, a cafe, a little restaurant. Go in and get orders. Next to that was a longer building that has, was still kind of a furniture store. And I'm talking this is 1944. It had been at one time also a funeral home, but um, that one's long gone. 
And next door to it was this small business, had some tombstones out front. And uh, this is kind of we're talking about across from where the post office is now in Green oh, Yeah. You know where that is? Yeah. So it was, it's long gone. The city's got a big building uh, there. But he sold tombstones. He also bought uh, uh, in the spring wool, sheep wool. That was placed sell wool. And then he bought uh, hides. So then across the alley from him, drugstore. That building is still there. And uh, it's lasted forever and ever. Next door to it on the north, there was a cafe and attached to it was another building sometimes it was a cafe and sometimes it was a little vacant lot and a barbershop building anyway those are all they're gone now so we go over here across from where the barbershop it's now a vacant lot a local doctor had been upstairs here bought another old hotel and made a hospital out of it and in 19 summer 1944 i was five years old we we're going to start school that fall and the doctor said my tonsils are bad on my brother we spent all night in that hospital. They removed our tonsils. That's when they give you ether to put you out. Eventually, it became a nursing home, and then eventually it was some apartments, and, and it was sort of abandoned, and the city tore it down a few years back. And then on north of it is Christian Church. Now, let's go back to the cross of John Deere, where the Kings lived. There was just a little flat area that was a croquet court. You ever remember towns? A lot of towns had them, and then they have a tournament. They just, it looks like it's concrete, but just sand rolled out hard. So then we move north of it. There was sort of an, a building that had been part of the hatchery. It was a band. They just stored things there. But then there was a, a larger building that uh, we'd call a produce house. That's meant to sell your produce. You could you sell your eggs there and your cream. You take your cream in and they test it on, pay you for the butter fat. And you buy chicken feed and cow feed and whatever. So that building is gone. But the first time I remember Clarence Shaw when I was a little boy and the people. But it's been gone. The building's been gone for several years. Then right across the street north and across from the old post office, the bank building is still there. I can remember in 1944, and they told me later, but there was still old Lee Young, who'd been a banker. He was an old man. Gosh, he dressed up in a pinstripe suit and a vest and a tie, always. He had an old silver-colored car that he parked there. He was running the bank. And then I learned later, you know, after it was older, it, it closed in, uh, oh, the late 40s. It had actually a bank that had closed during the Depression, but it still was associated with a bank in Kirksville. And so it was more like you couldn't borrow money there, but you could cash checks and uh, sort of like a, a currency exchange thing. It's still there. You can buy a beer there. I can remember when two different times when it was a restaurant down through the years after it was, the bank was gone. So next door, you can, you've been there and you saw where they added some on the north side of the bank. Well, that used to be all open space. It was a, a whole lot there, green. My grandpa even owned it. They had a big bandstand there up ooh, high and a roof on it. And they would have band concerts sometimes. And I remember in the summertime on Saturday night, if it wasn't raining, there were two guys who traveled around. They would come there, and they put a tarpaulin across there and, and across the back, and they had just park benches in there, and they showed a movie. You, you paid to get into the movie. Uh, I can remember the first Roy Rogers movie I saw was there. Okay, then next door, you still have a building where the post office is now, that two-story building. The building on the south side of it was a grocery store. It belonged to Ira Pierce, Jim Pierce's brother. You can, I mean, you can see right here in 1945, was a grocery store there, grocery store here, the grocery store at the side here. <laughs> and up above, and this grocery store down below and up above was a Masonic Hall. It's still there. And the city hall is in the lower part of it. And uh, and the city hall is downstairs and the thing. So then, right on the north side of it, he was talking about the war. Uh, during World War II, uh, every town up there had signs. Oh, that would be almost that big, that long. And people who were serving in the military 
their name was on it, and they were up, put up all up there on poles so you could read them. And it said even if they were overseas, I think it was Mark, and then if they were uh, killed in action or something, they still named there and would show that. So every town had one of those, and those lasted until oh, 1946 was the war was over. But it's still interesting to look there. And, and each name was on an individual sign, and every town they just line the street. They just, well, no, they just built a big framework out there, and they're all one. It's like you start up on that wall. Crosser. That's where the one was in Greentop. And Queen City, I forgot. Lancaster had them. Anyway, that's where that was. Then there's some space. And guess what? Another gas station right there. And, uh, What's there now? It's still there. And it's a beauty shop. It's a, it's, a, it's been, you know, I used to have the roof where you drive through. She closed that in many years ago to make it bigger. But yeah, and it's still in nice shape. Then that's where Highway Route K is. And on the uh, other side of this, which is Route K now, there was another big building there. It's called a produce house. People, that's where they bought eggs and cream, soldier chicken feed, cow feed. So there were two of those. There's two of those okay. in Greentop. Next door to it, Snyder was his name. And it was spelled, I think I did it, S-C-H-N-I-E-D-E, like the German way. And I remember seeing the guy, of course, because we sold. He spent time in town as a little boy by folks, of course, they farmed, but you also had chickens and milk cows. Uh, Saturday night, you, you go to town, and you go and sell your, take your eggs and your cream, and they have to test it, so it'd be a little while you go back. So you do that first thing when you go to town, and then mom goes in, and they got it done, you get your money. That's when you go buy your groceries. Well, it really was the way it worked. We're not just... Like every one. weekend. Oh, yeah, on Saturday. That's right. when Saturday was a... A big deal. I remember on Main Street in Greentop, there's hardly any place to park a car because people parked there. The band playing was kind of gone. I don't remember. My dad had played with one that went in earlier days, and that was next door then to them as a little building, but then there was a big lumber yard. And all of this is where the Greentop Fire Station is now, and it was a big, a nice lumber yard. Maybe I could tell you one more thing. This railroad, I was... I just started out with this to make notes for myself, but I don't know. Anyway. Uh, it's really good. But but the the railroad had a siding that started way back here, and the lumber yard, they would buy. You didn't have great big trucks like we do now. Things come in by railroad. So the uh, train would come in and park a big boxcar right beside the lumber yard because the siding was close. And they unload lumber out of it, leave it there a few days, however long, you know. Did the same way here at John Deere. There's... They had a, a depot down here, which I don't have on there. But next to it, there was a place uh, on the siding, stopping to unload John Deere tractors. No, they'd leave the, the, the car there for, you know, so they, the other people, the railroad didn't unload So where it. was the depot in relation to the... Right behind the post office. Okay. And uh, I didn't, <laughs> I, got it. I just did this. Uh, but this part of the town, uh, there would have been another, oh, one or two uh, small streets there. And, and the highway went around town. So then some town moved out there. The first thing that I remember, and later it would have been, oh, maybe 1949, I don't know. Forgotten now. And this guy here, Tommy Wayman, built out here a big gas station. Now it's uh, no longer a gas station. Uh, the guy, one of the relatives owned it, and he sold cars. He died young. And uh, there's a business there. What are they? Uh, air conditioning or something. And there's a nice building. that, uh, But the original building that they built uh, got torn down probably 10, 15 years ago. But, so he built a gas station there. And this one was a prefabricated metal building. Oh, maybe like the size of this room. And it had the windows in it, and it was metal. 
he sold it to a man in Queen City. And he moved it up there, and I think he had flower pots with it. Eventually, a guy, one of my relatives, who's dead now, Martin Alexander, bought it, put it up at his house in Queen City, and put some gas pumps out and restored it back to it looked originally. So anyway, but it, then he had a sale many years ago, I think. Somebody in Memphis bought it. The guy with there has got all the stuff, maybe. I don't know. I don't know where it is now. I haven't seen it. Uh, the guy that owned this grocery store down here, Gene Michael, he opened a business north end of Green Top, Economy Gas Company. They sold bottled gas and started a business. They sold appliances. The building is still there up in the north end of, of Green Top. It's on the east side of the street. And, you know, kind of a roof looked like bar except there's a lot of glass in it and brick on the front. And he... Uh, Sold a grocery store to Jim Pierce, who had the grocery store over here. And Jim Pierce sold his Kenneth Bell, Dick Bell's dad. He'd been, like during World War II, they go to Detroit or somewhere, work at a defense plant to make money. They came back and bought the grocery store from Jim Pierce. And so Jim Pierce went over there and got that one. So that was Bell's grocery store. That would have been, oh, 1946 or 7. And uh, Ira Pierce bought the lumberyard from the people. Young's were their name. They sold it. He bought the lumberyard. So there. So we still had then three three grocery stores. Times uh, go by. Uh, I'll tell you back. Are you familiar with West of Greentop anywhere? I, I went to grade school, Pleasant Grove School. You've got a, I think you've got a picture of it. you got a picture of it. Anyway, and then I went to high school at Greentop. Uh, I went to graduate from college in Kirksville. And the only original school I have that's still left is Pleasant Grove. There's two schools went together and formed Pleasant Grove. You know, in 1925, two districts combined and also made it into a two-year high school, which lasted oh. until from 26 to about 1934. And then they'd go to Greentop these two years. Those people are in Adair County, but they're also in the city of Greentop. So they pay, I think, pay taxes. And they, uh, in Schuyler County, some, I, there's a system. Right. I forgot where they vote. My wife used to work in elections. But they moved yeah. it. Line, right? No, the county line is still in the same place. Oh, is that? Yeah, it's just it's just the city limits of Greentop. Oh. So no, the county line's still there. Yeah, the guy developed that, built a whole lot of new houses back in the what, 70s. It was. We'd like to thank Quentin for taking the time to talk with us. And a huge thank you to Bruce Poe for sharing his music with us. For more information about Schuyler County history, be sure to follow us on Facebook. If you'd like to ask a question about genealogy research or find out about taking tours or coming to visit the Hall House Museum in Lancaster during the summer season, email us at schuylercountyhistory at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and keep making history.